0: Hey crew, what's up? Uh, coming to you with another Tech podcast here. Got some information on the uh, status of constitutional carry in Texas. I think we need to get out. Not a lot of people are paying attention to this, aware of what's going on and uh, want well, to get it on the radar because there definitely is some, some action for uh, you out there if you're Texan. You need to take on this. Uh, matter of record, April 23rd, 2021. Hopefully this one will be pretty uh, quick. If you're joining us in a replay or anything, we'll remember that uh, comments are down below. So by all means, jump in. If you're out there live, you can also jump into the live chat uh, as we reported it if you have questions or whatever. I'm going to link a couple of things down in the description below, wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, I always encourage you to do your own homework. Go start out with what we know, uh, and then after that, make it into some um, Speculation and my uh, opinions and thoughts on some things. So let's start out with what we know first of all. And what we know is that the constitutional carry bill, uh, HB nineteen twenty-seven. Good lord, there's been so many bill numbers floating around that um, that I don't know. They get they get jumbled up. But yeah, I think constitutional carry bill that was. Presented in the House uh, a few months ago that actually passed here about a week ago, HB 1927. um, Passed with bipartisan support. There were seven Democrats that come on board. It went over to the Senate, and I've got podcasts documenting and kind of leading up to this. I've tried to keep you guys uh, on task and aware of what's going on. uh, Leading up to uh, uh, everything now, but it passed there. It uh, then was pushed over to the Senate. Uh, in order to get to the Senate floor for a vote, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick uh, is, plays a, a huge pivotal role. I've uh, got another podcast. He was kind of blaming one senator for not going to the floor. That senator was blaming him. Uh, he's been in talks with law enforcement, quote-unquote law enforcement agencies uh, around the state, which we all know is bumpkins. uh the vast majority of law enforcement officers. Uh, have no problem with this. It's a few big Sydney police chiefs and stuff uh, that that seem to have a problem, and they seem to be playing some type of political cover game, right? Um, That being said, he said there's not enough votes. There's not enough votes for it to pass in the Senate, which I find hard to believe. If it ever gets to the floor, that's going to be the case. Um, And him keeping it from getting to the floor uh, is wrong. I mean, it again pass the house with uh, some bipartisan support. Why is it not going to the floor? I, I don't get it. Uh, he should allow the process to work. Talking about Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. So keep that Yahoo in mind um, with everything that's going on for next election cycle. So where are we today? Well, last night I had a. Um, I'm not sure what geez out there talking about but I'm, I'm going to leave that alone because he's going to throw me off task i've got a task to uh, perform here but anyway so we've got um, a situation last night i was made aware of by a viewer uh, out there tz and he said hey what about this first time i had ever heard of it uh we're going to talk about that today's first time i've ever heard of it and also it was um the um, fix the mute G, you know, quit because he's, he's annoying me. Anyway, um it's the first time I had ever heard of what was uh what was going on so got up this morning did a little homework. Now I, I usually tout the, the GOA Texas and Texas State Rifle Association uh for getting information out although they're a little bit slow. Haven't heard a peep from them on this and it does need to be on your radar. Now two of the things below Uh, In the description are going to be number one, it's going to be a link to an article uh, from Texas Scorecard uh, that kind of lays out some of the more particulars on this as well as a link to this actual bill we're fixing to talk about. But what's strange is with the supposed opposition going on in the Senate, um, there was a bill filed in the Senate, uh, basically a constitutional carry bill. It's going to be SB uh, 2224 believe it is again texas down below you can read that for yourself you can do your own homework. what's strange about this is we've been putting massive pressure on uh the senate and on patrick and so they this bill was filed in the senate after the deadline for filing bills right so what's going on here right and so that's what we know up until this point pretty pretty factual stuff um we get into the speculation of what the heck is going on. Um, I fear that a lot of this is political cover. Uh, They've introduced this bill into the Senate, even though it hasn't left committee, it's not going to the floor, really no movement on it, at least at this point, right? And all we know is what we know up to this point. And again, big thanks to uh, TZ out there for bringing it to my attention. Big thanks to Texas Scorecard for actually having a little more information uh, on what actually happened. But this bill, SB 224, was introduced by, um, was authored by, who was it? Uh, Charles Workner, I believe, if that's your senator, uh, let us know. Uh, And then I think also there was a similar bill from Senator Springer, I believe it is. So, My concern with this is that they're playing a political cover game. Um, Instead of taking up the House bill and getting it to the floor, they've introduced their own. So now they can use the political cover of, well, we have our own bill and we supported our own bill, but we couldn't reconcile with the House, right? So the question is, if the Senate moves this bill to the floor, and if this bill passes, is there going to be a reconciliation between the two chambers, right? If Schaefer, who authored the bill, uh, HB nineteen twenty seven, over in the House, is he going to be willing to kind of put his name on and try to move forward this particular bill from the Senate? I don't under I don't understand what's going on here. And it sounds to me like there's some senators in uh, the the Texas Senate that are trying to do. Uh, things for political cover where they could say oh we tried but they didn't really try right they don't want to put something on the floor uh, that is eventually going to be signed by the governor because a lot of momentum behind this a lot of pressure to get this done with constitutional carry and they don't want to do that and then potentially have some political ramifications later on down the line uh, pushback cancel culture whatever it might be right um, I think just the opposite is going to happen. I think if the, the Senate doesn't get this done, um, I've got some real concern for the political future of many of the senators in the Texas Senate, just simply because of the momentum. The the outpouring, the overwhelming support uh, for to carry in Texas is amazing. You guys have turned out, you've called senators since this kind of hit that wall of the Senate, uh, and you've done a great job. To that uh i say thank you and also i want to throw out there i'm going to do it in the chat as well i don't have it in the description but i will put it down there uh, the switchboard in austin uh, we need to keep the pressure on we need to keep calling these these senators and we need to keep telling him to get this done uh we're down to what 40 days roughly left in this legislative session switchboard in austin 512-463-4630 i'll pause i'll say it again It's out there in the chat, and I will edit and get that in the description as well. Uh, Call down there. Talk to your senator. If you own land in another senator's district, talk to them. Um, Even if you don't own land in other senator's district, it doesn't hurt to call them and let them know you're paying attention. Um, And I want to speak to the way that you talk to these, these folks, right? Shall not be in French, get this passed, and I'm not going to vote for you if you don't do this. Um, those are great, but that's the old language status quo. Everybody says that. Uh, be articulate when you talk to these folks. Let them know that there is overwhelming support uh, from the people for constitutional carry in Texas. Let them know that this is evident by the margins by which it passed in the House and the bipartisan nature by which Constitutional Carry passed in the House. uh, And let them know that the shenanigans that Patrick is playing, call Patrick himself. Let me put that number out there as well. Call Patrick uh, himself. Leave a message. You're probably not going to get to talk to Patrick. Uh, Leave a message, though. Uh, Don't just just call and and hang up when you get the voice recorder. Leave a message. Be articulate about it. Let Patrick know that you're usurping the will of the people by not getting this to the floor. Uh, these are political games, and we're not in a mood, I don't think, uh, especially with the momentum of this, to be playing these games. Uh, to get a hold of Patrick, that's 512-463-0001. Again, 512-463-0001. Or you can call that switchboard number uh, and get to Patrick as well. At 512-463-4630. Uh, but yeah, check out the link to the text of the bill. The description below. Check out the article there from, from Texas Scorecard. Uh, there's not much in the article that I haven't already discussed or we haven't discussed. Um, and thanks to, to Jeremy Kitchen, who wrote that article over at Texas Scorecard. Um, but it talks about Kel Seliger, which we talked about in a previous podcast and how Seliger was supposedly wishy-washy. But then I talked to Seliger's office. You can go back and listen to that podcast it wasn't but about 30 minutes long. Uh, and You know, I talked to his office. He was blaming Patrick. Patrick was blaming him. Um, There's this, again, political gamesmanship, uh, political theater going on. It's ridiculous. Point is, we have to keep the pressure on. I think if we keep the pressure on, um, you know, I don't want to say it's it's dead in the water. It's up against the wall that we can't overcome this. We've done a really, really good uh, with uh, when it comes to keeping that pressure on and, and, Will it pay off? Hopefully so. Still 40 some odd days, something like that left in the legislative session. So with that, that's what I wanted to do. Basically, there's not a lot of talk about this. Again, viewer uh, out there, TZ put this onto my radar uh, about the only information I could find on it as of this morning was this one article from Texas scorecard. So uh, we do need to be paying attention, aware that this is happening. Um, if the Senate does pass their version then we switch back over to the house and that's where that Texas switchboard number is so important. Uh, We need to be monitoring this, assuming that they don't pick up the house's version, they pass their own, then we need to be contacting the house uh, and saying, maybe the house needs to consider the Senate's version. Um, And that's very likely that that could happen um, considering the margin by which the house version passed previously, right? Again, we had seven Democrats that that crossed over the aisle, and we didn't need any of them uh, as far as the Democrat votes to to get it out of the House. So it's entirely possible that there can be reconciliation here. So um, it looks fishy. There's some political shenanigans going on. We need to be paying attention. We need to be calling these folks out. We need to be letting together though that we want to get this done. Um, but uh, yeah, till then, we'll just kind of. Kind of hang around and uh yeah all that stuff so let me go to uh some comments real quick again i said we were going to make this one fairly quick just wanted to get some information out there for you folks but uh um, g webs says it doesn't say when the texas senate is voting it's not it's not even out of committee to my knowledge uh again this was this uh senate bill 2224 uh was introduced after the deadline to even introduce bills, which is really, really weird. Uh, Brad out there says uh, it's possible they both get left on the table floor after the 40 day mark. It's absolutely possible. Um, stranger things have happened in the past, right? Um, scrolling up here, uh, MNP or MN Hannon. Uh, it says meanwhile, SB 540 is the languishing in State Affairs Committee. Yeah, there's a lot of we talked about on the previous podcast. There is a lot of different um, of different pro-2A program legislation that is uh, still trying to work its way through the system. Uh, there are several that have moved from the House to the Senate, not just constitutional carry. There's the the emergency LTC bill for. Uh, persons 18, 19, 20 years old that have a risk protection order in place on somebody. Uh, there is the whole uh, having a uh, open firearm, a visible firearm. In other words, taking your uh, holster off, laying it in the seat, and then you get pulled over, and you've got that firearm visible and laying in the seat. There's a bill of that. There's a bill with emergency powers and the governor. There's several that still uh, working through the motions. I don't know the bill numbers individually on all of those. My focus, which is a big piece of legislation right now, is the Constitutional Carry. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Trey out there so just joining in. Is this a Senate voting today? No, they are not voting today. I'm just putting this on your radar that this is happening. Um, but that seems to be the the sentiment, Trey, that I'm getting. A lot of people said, are they voting today? Are they doing this? Uh, right now there's a lot of shenanigans going on and we need to be, we need to be paying attention, right? We really do. And so what is, what has happened is the Senate has not taken the house bill to the floor. Uh, It doesn't look like they want to do that, or at least Dan Patrick wants to allow that. Uh, And now under the cover of darkness, just all of a sudden after the deadline for filing a bill, the Senate has filed their own constitutional carry bill now. So, what's going on, I don't know, but we need to continue the pressure we've got. I'll give the switchboard number again, 512-463-4630. 512-463-4630. Get in touch with those folks. Say, hey, I don't know what's going on with the Senate Bill 2224, but uh, and quite honestly, I don't care how they do it. If the Senate wants to pass their bill and then reconcile it in the House, whatever. I I don't give two clips. Just get it done. We've talked about that all the time, and I think Representative Matt Schaefer, who authored and presented the uh, HB 1927, the uh, constitutional carry bill in the House. And hopefully I'm not saying concealed carry is the constitutional carry. Sometimes I get the, if I say that, I mean constitutional carry. Uh, sometimes I have a, a slip of verbiage there. But yeah, the constitutional carry bill in the House, HB 27, Matt Schaefer, I think with the way he was just trying to get 1927 through the house i don't think he would have a problem doesn't look like from what i'm seeing signing on to the to the uh to the senate bill and you know and running with that because i think the what we need to do and we've seen this happen with uh the chl here in texas in the past with the ltc and i think that what we need to do is we need to get this passed we can refine and tweak and tune just like we have on the other stuff Uh, As we go along, but let's let's draw this line in the sand. Let's put pressure on these folks to get this done, make this a thing, Uh, and then if we need to tweak, we can tweak. Uh, We all know that it's not going to be the Wild Wild West. We've heard all kinds of crazy quotes from legislators and all that kind of stuff over the past few weeks. It's not going to be the Wild Wild West. We know this. There are, you know. 20 some odd other states that this is going on and it's not a problem that this is That this is the law of the land whatever and uh you know it's there's not blood in the streets you know people are uh the crime hasn't went up anything like that so yeah um web says i would hold them senator speak to the fire uh the shell game bs and this second Needless constitutional carry. Uh, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And that's why I wanted to bring this to everybody's attention. It, it doesn't make any sense. They're trying to potentially trying to, this is again speculation in my opinion, potentially trying to muddy the waters with this. Uh, so it doesn't make any sense. Uh, G. Webb says the Texas Senate version calls it a permitless carry bill. Don't trust it equals don't trust now. Uh, a lot of people say are saying permitless carry with the House bill too. So uh, I would not necessarily hold a uh, or put a lot of a lot of thought in the terminology that's being used because those are being interchanged back and forth. I've even done it myself multiple times. The, the text of the bill remains the same regardless of the title of the bill. Uh, and we all know the title of the bill is something that a lot of time is done for political expediency. Take for example the Firearm Owners Protection Act, which basically eradicated an entire section of the uh, of the firearm industry <laughs> act, right? Or the uh, uh, the Gun Control Act of nineteen sixty eight, appropriately uh, you know, named because it certainly did that. Uh, but there's lots of uh, affordable health care act, right? Um, Yeah, right. So we all know how these bills, the wording doesn't necessarily reflect on the text within. So, uh, again, the link to the article and and thanks to uh, Texas Scorecard and uh, and Jeremy Kitchen for for throwing that out there uh, is down in the description below. Thanks to TV out there uh, for putting this on my radar last night during the nerd chat. Uh, so I could get the uh, information out. Once I kind of jumped into it, I had to kind of follow up. And I, like I said, I a lot of people talking about this uh, and we should, we should get the word out and and, uh, and spread it around. But uh, yeah, thanks for looking at yeah, Derek is coming in, asking when is the Senate voting? So uh, if you're coming in and you're new, I'm fixing to end this. I don't want to go forever because I don't want it so long. People don't listen back up, listen to the, uh, listen to the story i don't want to keep repeating myself here uh but we're not talking about the senate voting we're talking about shenanigans going on where we need to call and get uh things uh, happening on the floor uh zippy out there says call called permanent there too yeah i mean totally agree so uh again i'm gonna throw some numbers out and i will put these edit and put these down in the description below wherever you're listening we've got dan patrick 512-463-0001 He's the one that's kind of instrumental in getting things to the Senate floor. Again, that's 512-463-0001. Then we got the switchboard in Austin, which will get you to any of your representatives, senators, whatever. 512-463-4630. 512-463-4630. Uh, again, when you call these people, they shall not be infringed. I won't vote for you. You know, Whatever. Be a little more articulate and detailed um, with... You know with your responses if you leave messages if you write them emails whatever it might be uh be a little more articulate and detailed than that uh i would really push the fact that texas trails in this area and texas should be leading the way uh that's a big push i mean most of the politicians down there they like the idea of texas leading the way and we haven't on this particular issue so that's a really good thing to bring up bring up the bipartisan issue of the seven democrats voting for it in the house that's indicative that apparently uh, there's a lot of people in Texas, and they obviously, uh, Representative Center would like represent the people. Uh, they want this to, to happen, and then also just the momentum of this. Uh, you guys have done a great job putting the pressure on. Continue to do that. Continue to do that. Uh, I'm going to call this one done about 22 minutes in. I don't want to keep repeating myself or anything else. If you came in late, um, then back up the replay and uh, keep the story check out those links below as things unfold as we know more here in texas you know me i don't uh, bring up things from massachusetts or california or oklahoma or arkansas or wherever it might be uh because i don't live there i'm not plugged in i'm not necessarily following all of that uh but as far as the happenings in texas uh when things come up do you want to get those on your radar, get you thinking about them, and more importantly, like I said, call to action, and get you calling those representatives, uh, those senators, whatever it might be, uh, and continuing to put the pressure on. I think that we can still get this done. I don't want anybody to get uh, discouraged, disenfranchised, disheartened about this. Uh, let's make those calls. Uh, if you remember some of the major changes with license to carry uh, quite a few sessions ago. I don't even know, three, four sessions ago, maybe now, uh, we were in a similar situation. It was the House that was more so the issue, uh, but we were in a similar situation, and we were right up until the deadline, so uh, buckle up. We may see this political gamesmanship and this political theater play out for the next 40 days, and at the last freaking minute, bam, they may, uh, they may end up getting something done. They may draw it out that far, because again, they're thinking about how can they position themselves politically. Uh, to avoid certain backlashes and other things the life of a greasy politician, unfortunately. So uh, I don't want anybody to feel discouraged and think that it can't happen at the last second because it can and has in the past uh, and it certainly could be the case this night too. With that, I don't want to take up any more of your Friday. Uh, Just wanted a really quick little live stream to get you up to date on the uh, Official carry bill, purpose carry bill, SB two 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 two. Let me start over. SB two 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 four. That has been weirdly, after the filing deadline, in the cover under the cover of darkness, seemingly, uh, now brought forth in the Senate. Uh, do we push that to go to the floor? Do we push HB nineteen twenty seven to go to the floor? What's the play here? I don't know. Uh let me know, comments below, all of that good stuff, what you think. But most of all, again, give these folks a call. Keep the pressure on. Austin switchboard 512-463-4630. 512-463-4630. Thanks for spending your Friday lunch hour or so. Uh, at least these few minutes with me. And uh yeah, more to come as more unfolds and there's more to let you guys know i'm not going to keep repeating the same things over and over thanks for hanging out there in the live chat if you watched in replay or commented below thank you for that as well and uh yeah we'll talk to you soon peace out